Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with the song entitled, Oh My My, I'll Fly Away. I recently heard a tale of two fathers. One was a godly father and one was worldly. 
Going back several generations with the two men, we see the first was a couple who had no use for God or godly principles. The other was one of America's great pastors from the 1700s, Jonathan Edwards. The ungodly couple had just over a thousand descendants which were researched. Jonathan Edwards and his wife Sarah had 729 of their descendants studied. So what was the long-reaching effect of these two different origins? Of the 729 in the lineage of Jonathan and Sarah Edwards, some 300 became preachers, 65 were college professors, one was a vice president of the United States, three made it to the United States Congress, and 60 were authors of good books. On the other extreme, we have the couple from New York who decided to leave God out of their lives and here is their descendants' contribution to this world. 300 spent an average of 13 years in prison each. 100 were town drunks and 190 of them became prostitutes. Evaluated by dollars and cents, this family tree originating in New York cost the taxpayers about $6 million by today's economics. The way we live affects our children. The actions we take to follow God and be godly fathers and mothers impact history. Noah, David, Abraham. And God is with those who trust in Him. Being godly, living godly, having a heart for the Lord are attributes of someone's life that are not just taught, they are caught. Living out your faith in front of your family shows that your own heart is fixed on Christ. If there are problems in your life with bitterness, addictions like alcohol, or you struggle with your temper, all is not lost. Yes, undoubtedly your family has seen it in action. But you can change. By God's grace, get closer to another man if you are a man or a woman if you are a lady and ask them to hold you accountable. Ask them to pray for you daily. Your family knows your deepest faults. But if you see you striving to make a difference and a change in areas of weakness for you, they will see it. They will know that you are serious about putting old traps behind you. So strive to be a godly father this Father's Day of 2020. And remember that you live today will have lasting effects through generations. Someday, we shall all stand before Christ and give an account. I would much rather be in the ranks of Jonathan Edwards of this world instead of the shoes of the other man we met in the above story. Listen now as Larry Grabo, Bill Burkett, Dave Kephart, and John Harris sing for us this beautiful song entitled, Through the Fire. So many times I've questioned certain circumstances and things I could not understand And many times in trials Weakness blurs my vision That's when my frustration gets so out of hand It's then I am reminded That I've never been forsaken 
And I never had to stand one test alone When I look at all my victories Then the Spirit rises up in me And it's through the fire my weakness is made strong He never promised the cross would not get heavy, and the hill would not be hard to climb. He never offered our victories without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. So remember when you're standing in the valley of decision. Trust the mighty hand of God, he'll shield the flames again and again. He never promised that the cross would not get heavy and the hill would not be hard to climb. He never offered our victory without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision, and the adversary says give in, just hold to join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We are excited and pleased to announce that our Sunday 1045 morning worship service had begun meeting again. Due to the ongoing Corona COVID-19 pandemic, there will be no Sunday school evening service or Wednesday Bible study until further notice. We hope to resume all services and ministries in the near future. Since these plans can be ever-changing, we encourage you to call the church office at 942-2131 if you have any questions concerning our church services. We invite you to listen or watch the services that we have always provided. Our services are on Facebook Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m., Wednesday night at 7 p.m., or you can visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. 
And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and Sunday at 7 p.m. Listen now as the Brass Trio plays for us this beautiful song, My Jesus, I Love Thee. A father wields a mighty influence in the life of his children. 
a professor told how when he was a student in an Ivy League college, most of his classmates were from wealthy homes. His parents were of modest means, but said the professor, I used to get a letter from home every few days, while some of my classmates did not hear from their families once in the entire semester. These young men were starved for affection. Their fathers had given them everything except themselves. Someone has said, Everything in the modern home is run by the switch except the children. Of course, over-strictness is wrong as over-indulgence, but discipline is needed. Fathers who let their children have their own way are paving the way for later rebellion. It's not good when fathers set a poor example. It has also been said, fathers send their children to church, but then take them to the circus. No wonder three out of four early teenagers drop out of Sunday school. Going to church or Sunday school with your children is good, but not good enough. Every father ought to put his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior, publicly declare his allegiance to Christ, and live a consistent life before his family. The Bible says, But God has commended his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. One child, who was asked on a questionnaire if he was a Christian, wrote, I'm not a Christian because my father is not a Christian, and I am the same thing. Don't let this happen in your life. There is too much at stake. Fathers, train up the children in the way that he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. And your child will remember you all the days of his or her life as someone very special who had a lasting impact that is far more important than personal fame or fortune. Listen to the words as Andrea Greenleaf sings this beautiful song still.
Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is Christian fathers. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 6. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. Today is Father's Day. Here in the United States of America, we officially recognize the third Sunday of June as Father's Day. A bill to accord national recognition of Father's Day was introduced in Congress in 1913. In 1924, President Calvin Coolidge recommended they be observed by the nation, but stopped short of issuing a national proclamation. President Coolidge's word in 1924 were to impress upon fathers the full measure of their obligation and to strengthen intimate ties. In 1972, the day was made a permanent holiday when President Nixon signed into law. We celebrate Father's Day to thank fathers for their impact upon the lives of their children. And Father's Day has become a day not only to honor your father, but all men who act as a father figure. And this morning, let's just think about some biblical fathers or father figures. Eli, whose name means God is high. The priest at Shiloh during Samuel's youth. He was a judge of Israel for 40 years, 1 Samuel 4.18. But what about his two sons? Eli had two faithless sons and also raised Hannah's son Samuel as a temple servant. Eli is remembered for his ineffectiveness against his two evil sons, Hophni and Phinehas. Because of this failure, Samuel was called to pronounce Eli's doom and the removal of the family from the priestly office. His two sons were killed in battle with the Philistines, and the Ark of God, the Ark of Covenant, was taken in battle. Upon hearing this, Samuel fell on of his seat by the city gate and died being 98 years old. Phineas's wife had a child and named him Ichabod, meaning the glory is departed. And what happened to the sons of Eli? They were the sons of Belial because they knew not the Lord. Also, the verb heard was used twice in 1 Samuel 2, 22 and 24. Why did Eli have to hear about his son's lifestyle? Shouldn't he have known this? The sins of his sons included sacrilege and immorality. They paid little attention to the proper ritual of the sacrifice and less to their meaning. They used the priestly office merely for their livelihood. It appears that he faced his sons with this rebuke only when he was an old man and they were adults. In other words, he let their behavior go on unchecked for years. They would not have listened to the voice of their father. Why should they? They had not listened before, and apparently there had been no voice before. So why should their father begin talking to them now? Then a messenger from God, a man of God, is sent to Eli, and the messenger tells him something. And it seems like Eli knew what was going on, but nothing about it. Eli had failed with his two sons. David was a man after God's own heart. But we know of his sins, and because of that, his family was in turmoil. What about Mordecai? Mordecai, though not the physical or biological father of Queen Esther, certainly can be seen as a father figure to her. There are little comments threaded throughout the book of Esther that provide insight into Mordecai and his impact upon her life. Esther chapter 2 verse 20. When the moment of truth came in Esther's life, when she faced a decision whether or not she should enter the presence of her husband, the king, and confront him concerning Haman, 
and the edict to kill all of her people. It was Mordecai who instructed her and helped her to take the leap of faith, the leap of heroism. After years of implanting valuable advice and counsel in Esther's life, the reward for Mordecai came at this moment. He got positive response from her in the crisis because he had taught her the force and the value of his wisdom in her early years. And you see that in Esther chapter 4, verses 14 through verse 16. Timothy had a godly mother, Eunice, and a godly grandmother, Lois. However, his father was a Greek and he was unsaved. The Apostle Paul, though not his biological father, he had an impact upon Timothy's spiritual life and spiritual well-being. Philippians chapter 2, verses 20 to verse number 22, and certainly we see the impact of the Word of God in the life of Timothy. On this Father's Day, fathers need to be examples to their children, not just sending them to church or Sunday school, but taking them, showing them the importance, the example of how Christ can live through an individual, how much better it would be today for the children to have a godly influence, a godly example to follow. More than ever, we need to raise children who come to know the Lord as their Savior, that are raised in the Word of God, committed to the Lord Jesus Christ, and will live a godly life. And truly, to all fathers who are listening this morning, we extend to each of you a happy Father's Day. Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 8 says, My father, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? If you've never trusted Him, you need to trust Him right now, right where you're at, before you're eternally too late. Because as a man, you you can't just live for God. As a godly example, you need to be a Christian, a believer, and then you can live for God and let others see Christ living through you. Won't you believe and trust Christ now, right where you're at? And for us who are believers, we need to be living for the Lord. been listening to Joy in the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my king.